You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds Show. The podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color, the voice of the urban geek, and as always, it's your host, your captain, DJ Ben Amin, aka Halal Jordan, aka Hollywood Amin, Johnny Rays, the ghost rewriter, Smeagully, Charlie Brownish, Method Man's Planning, Meat Mill House, I could go on and on, that's right, yeah, yeah, I'm taking my time tonight. Wow. Big Dick Grayson Energy, that's right, that's how I'm doing tonight, folks. <laughs> On the spaceship, we wrapping up the year, and as always, I'm joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Ahura of the Spaceship. That's an old one, haven't said that in a while. Mm-hmm. Colleen Wingstop, Chance the Parappa, Black Widowmaker, Flex Luthor, Toffee Baratheon, Princess Preach, and Rita Aurora Chimaru. Black Widowmaker, that, that could be taken a lot of different ways. Hey, man, take it. All right, you know, dead enough motherfuckers out here, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, trail of bodies left behind. Just saying. And from a special location hidden somewhere in the galaxy, we have... Jeff J, a.k.a. Miles Morassets. Sort of Thundera, give me sight beyond off-site calling. This man's so extra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brainiac... <laughs> Five racks, the king of the North Face. Uh, I think I'm gonna keep it there because I don't think I can say my uh, dead ass one anymore. <laughs> oh, Neil. Dead. Oh, you know, oh. I mean, uh, allegedly, I can't say. That. Oh, yeah, it's been a rough 2018, folks. It's been a <laughs> rough 2018. <laughs> And we are here wrapping up. We got a big episode. All kind of things happening, as always, in the For All Nerds universe. First off, got to let y'all know, the For All Nerds third annual award show, the For All Nerds Awards, will be coming your way this Friday, December 21st. December 21st. Same day as Aquaman. Is that December 20th? December 21st? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure. yeah. Look at that. We write on calendars and everything. Yes, December 21st, the For All Nerds Awards will be taking place on your Twitters, on your Instagrams, all over your social medias. Might even make it over to Facebook if we can get past the Russians. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's going to be the awards for everything. Your favorite movies, your favorite moments, your favorite comics, TV shows, the worst, the best. All the trifling things, people who should have, since we closed down Trifling Heights, people who should have made it into Trifling Heights for 2018. You know, I've been, I've been trying to think about this category, and I feel like there's just one that is going to, like, dominate no matter who else. <laughs> I don't even want to include this Yeah, it, it, like, I don't even think you could put Trump up against this one. Like, even Trump, if you put Trump, I think. Oh, you wasn't even talking about that one. Oh, I was talking about the five rackers. 
Oh. You know, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think if you put them in any category, they're taking from the bait. The, from the whole year. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. taking a win. Yeah. It's, mm. you know, it's, a, it's it, there's a lot of the, competition. The five, the five rack ranges? Yeah, there's a lot oh, of. Co- no. There's no. a. The five racketeers? <laughs> oh, oh no. racketeers. I like that one. Yeah, there, there's a lot of competition for most trifling of 2018, but the racketeers, the three racketeers. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Oh, wow, yes. The, non, the non-existent enemies of the people. Oh, yeah, the non-existent community. Shout out to the non-existent community <laughs> for supporting For All Nerds throughout 2018. Y'all have the pariahs so, of PayPal. Yeah, y'all have been so lovely. The Patreon.com slash For All Nerds is popping. Thank you. And we are sending out holiday gifts. That's right. So you should have made sure that you were already part of Patreon.com slash For All Nerds. But if not... Go on over there. Drop a dollar. Drop ten dollars. Drop five racks. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. You know, a little delay, but we got there. Yes, you know, five thousand dollars. We got a lot of different categories, a lot of different tiers. You know, thank you for all the help. As terrible as twenty eighteen has been, there's been a lot of great things as well. You know, um, I don't know if this Aladdin cover is one of them though. Let me say this. I, I really feel like Entertainment Weekly at this point is like, yo, let's see how terrible our covers can be. But see, Entertainment Weekly's covers and, and pictures, that they all tend to be Ass. wild, corny. Yeah. Like, And I don't know if that's just their brand. I, I feel and like it I, has to be. Because there's no way for like, and, and not wild corny like this year, wild corny like since no. the beginning. No, so, since before the internet. And that's why I'm like, do they, is this just an on-brand thing? Like they know they have the corny one, so let's keep it. Like I, I feel like, like, like I don't understand. That's my thing. They've been doing this before the internet, so I don't. I'm not sure because you know before the internet you wouldn't do something like this. Now I feel like they're doing it to troll. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm like because they know that's on brand versus like <sighs> there's no way at at this juncture that you haven't run into better uh, photo editors, better graphic designers. Like there's no way. So I don't even think it's a matter of better. It's like they that's just how they want it. This is what America looks like to them, and that's how they want to. <laughs> demonstrate what this movie or whatever movie looks like. Yeah, whatever movie, because it doesn't matter. Jesus. Well, that being said, um, the cover was underwhelming for me. Mm. Uh, to be quite honest, I thought they all looked pretty basic. I am actually, though, reserving judgment until I see some footage, because this can go either way. With Will Smith as Genie, I, I think, like, I think generally speaking, he has a good track record. Yes, he has his own pitfalls but but generally speaking he he's good money so and also there was uh, if you actually read the article that came along with it they mentioned the studio mentioned that they're not done with the cg so there will be a blue genie there will be a blue will smith as genie so don't worry about that that's that's happening i guess you gotta worry about what's gonna end up looking like but there will be a blue genie uh, as far as naomi scott as princess jasmine and then mena mahmoud or masood as aladdin Again, I just got to wait and see because it's just a still picture. It doesn't show me anything about them. I, I just, from a visual and costuming standpoint, it looks basic to me. Mm-hmm. Did, did y'all feel the same way about the Black Panther EW cover? Yes. I thought the cover was was weak, but I thought the costuming was, was dope. Yeah, and then when, and when they had the individual pictures in EW, them shits was lit. Yeah, yeah. Cause you mean the, inside? Like yeah, because the, they had the black background. Remember all those pics where they had yeah. the black background of each character? Yeah. Those joints were dope and, as hell. And, and that's another thing. The, the cover art 
tends to be much more lower quality than the pictures that they have inside in the article. And usually those pictures tend to be from the production set. sales. Yeah, so. those are, yeah, those are those are from Disney sending right. them out. And it, it's but that's why I say it's really interesting because the cover is so terrible and it's consistently terrible. But at the same time, I've seen once again, you know, through some connects and stuff, I've seen more from Aladdin than was shown so far. And I'm still not that hype. I oh, can't. Word? Yeah, I can't lie to y'all. Like that was one of the ones. Like we, you know, we got to see a lot of different things at one point. I've seen a lot of Disney slate for next year, and I still have not seen Blue Genie. And that was something they told us too. They told us the same thing. We didn't see any of the effects. We didn't see any of that. Okay. I did see some action. I saw some shots. I think I saw what will become part of the trailer. I guess. Okay. All I'm looking forward to is Jafar. To be quite honest, with you because Jafar is hot as hell. Oh, the villain. The dude playing him. Yes. Okay. Um, I I just want to see his visuals and yeah. how they're going to do Because also, one of the things about Disney villains is they tend to have just, at least in the cartoon version, beautiful costuming mm-hmm. and, and a lot of thought put into how they are come across on the screen. I Again, with this first view, I'm not so sure, but I'm not going to pass judgment yet. Yeah, I did not see, like, when I, from what I've seen from Aladdin, I was not really that impressed, but... It was very early when we saw it, and we're waiting to see the trailer and all the effects. And but I, it's also Guy Ritchie directing. Yeah, that bothers me. That, that is Guy Ritchie. That's weird. I'm not gonna lie. And also, it's Robin Williams in one of his most iconic roles ever. And as good as Will Smith can be, but you can't get away from that. No matter what, yeah. there's always gonna be the comparison to Robin Williams. Aladdin, the cartoon, is legendary, is iconic, yes. and it always will be. I, again, I'm not really for all of these live action adaptations anyway. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I mean, at least we got people of color in the in the titular and and the supporting roles a lot of the production and stuff like that i think right. you but, know. I, but i also feel stupid saying well at least <laughs> oh at least we got people because it's like you're settling so yeah I, and it's I not know. even that it's dry richie a white dude it's just dry richie as a director right, i right. don't know his don't style for right. this right i'm not yeah. even talking about right i'm not even talking about his ethnicity i guy richie whenever i think of guy richie i think of snatch yeah that's it yeah and 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 generally and not to say that he has none other stuff but i just feel like everything's an offshoot of that so guy richie for aladdin that's not family friendly but then again who knows what what's going on with this i mean from an action standpoint i could see it mm-hmm. because i could see them treating aladdin running you know doing his street rat stuff almost like a spider-man type thing they're like, doing some parkour like park well yeah. spider-man slash assassin's creed like running yes. around doing all that stuff and and, and real full speed kind That's of that tunnel vision type look yep. i can see that happen um someone else mentioned this movie in a different context but um hardcore harry or hardcore larry hardcore harry hardcore harry so yeah. that, that that first person but 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 not the movie itself but from a first person view in terms yeah. of running around doing all this watch it i could see them him guy richie incorporating that and it being fire but from an overall story-driven directorial perspective, I don't see it for Guy. And comedy. That's the other part. Comedy, music, you know, there's all these It's things. a musical. Disney, yeah. Disney stuff is musical. I, they had they had the freaking bear and Shere Khan and the rest of them singing in Jungle Book in the live action. So, I mean, I I gotta wait. I, I heard Mowgli wasn't bad. The joint on Netflix. Mowgli? Mowgli. The other one. That was yeah, the other one. The other one. <laughs> I'm sure it was I great, heard it was pretty good, like, yeah. I didn't, Listen, I didn't ask for this live action stuff. So so here you go, kids of this generation who uh, may be seeing this. What's also pissing me off. So a lot of kids of this generation seeing these movies or these characters for the first time, a lot of them have not seen the cartoons, the animated version. I know you think, oh, 
I know I know you think, oh, they probably saw it, but no, not a lot of these new kids. Like I'm talking about kids who are nine, ten yeah. now. Then you don't know they've seen it. Their parents are bad. <laughs> they, they <have> bad parents. <laughs> ter- terrible parenting right here folks terrible parenting like they're available everywhere you can watch these joints it is i mean if you're a good parent you're gonna give your child the original let yeah. them watch that first watch them watch your childhood and then let them pick what they like the best and then by the same token it might be interesting to see will smith as he says do his hip-hop version of i just don't need him to be corny please let him rap the theme song and tell the whole story i, I just i miss those days of the will smith theme song where he tells the whole story <sighs> of the movie like Wild Wild West? I mean, I can... <laughs> why'd you name Wild Wild West? Because he, he tells the whole story in the but movie. why'd you name Wild Wild West? Will got a story, got to tell. That's the movie he took instead <laughs> of The Matrix, sir. I know. Oof. And now we have him doing Aladdin. See? The darkest timeline once again, folks. Is what I'm saying. Jeff has said nothing. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all cook because <laughs> I, I don't feel... I don't feel as strongly about it. I mean, if it if it's good, it's good. If it's not, you know, you pass it by. I just don't know why he wasn't in blue makeup for the genie. I don't know how they're going to finesse that, but Disney has shown that they have elite CGI and stuff like that. So I'm just waiting to see. I mean, I just don't feel that deep about the cover. Like, it's it's will smith with indian hair as a ponytail and and remy yaki and a, and a goatee you know he got the good good you know what i'm saying and and that's what it is he got he got the genie fit off you know what i'm saying you're gonna see that on the fashion week probably in the winter in the spring so i i, I don't know i i'm not i i reserve all my live action stuff for when it actually happens in the same way how some people were uh, resistant to the Lion King one, I just say the same thing. You got you. You want the old shit? Buy the old movies. Mm. Go go get the mm. new one. Just watch watch what you watch what you want to watch. It's not gonna hurt you that they're making a live action, but for a new generation, they're gonna have something to call their own, and it's just smart business. Yeah, I feel the same way. I was never, and I'm even less attached to Aladdin than I am to Lion King. So I'm not one of those ones who's like, oh no, don't let them make a live action. And once I saw that first footage from Lion King, I was so blown away that, like you said, Jeff, I'm going to wait because Disney has that CGI on lock. They, they killed with Lion King. They're about to kill it with Lion King. So the blue genie is probably going to blow my mind, and everything everyone's saying right now is just going to be moved. Yeah, it's probably going to be cool. Uh, shout out to Boss Logic, who put up uh, an edit of a blue version of Will Smith, just for the people who are yeah. super upset about it. That's, I mean, but you know, it's the internet. People got to be super upset over every thing. And like we said, people are going to be super upset over the Four All Nerds Awards, which will be taking place this Friday <laughs> on your Twitters, on your Instagrams, all that good stuff. Make sure you're following Four All Nerds. And we do have a very special guest today. But, you know, got to talk about this little film that this guest is in. Because Aquaman is dropping this Friday, not the Entourage version, but the Jason Momoa. Did you ever watch Entourage? When they were doing the Aquaman, a couple of, they, of course, when they had that was Vinny Chase's big movie. Yes. That was his uh, big yes, break. Yes, that I've seen. Yes, and they actually said that because they, they redo the shot of Vinny Chase diving off the docks that he did. He did it in a trailer in the Entourage, and in the Aquaman mm. movie they have that same shot. So they asked James Wan, was he like paying homage to Entourage, and he was like, Nah, man, no, no, I wasn't doing that. That was I know. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, James. Well, James Wan seems like the type of dude who watched a lot of Entourage, too. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. But, Jeff, you know, me and you both got to see the flick. What did you think of it? 
Um, well, I will have a, a, a real quick review dropping for that this week, but I could give you the extended version. I think it was a it was a good flick. I, I think it's with Aquaman, you're supposed to embrace that absurdity of what comic books is and the, and his whole mythos where, <clears throat> excuse me, where there's a lot of shit about Aquaman that you can tell why you don't see Aquaman stands running around. Mm. But um, but I, I feel like for this generation, for live action, for a movie setting, they make Aquaman cool. They lean into a lot of the cheesy shit that's been about Aquaman. I think more hit than others. But there are parts of this movie that are that that have like some cheesy dialogue, some cheesy shots. They take some um, liberties um, with innovation, with different action scenes that I think I appreciate a little. Some of it was a little jarring than others and others like were really cool. But it's the basic Aquaman story. You get to see Atlantis. Atlanta, Atlantis looks beautiful. And um, I, I thought it was a solid, a solid entry into what is. I'm calling the new 52 DC movie universe. Mm. Whatever that world shit is, to me, this is the new 52. Barry Allen getting the timeline back to some semblance of order with some tweaks. And I think if they, if this is where they're going with their movies, where they're just going to be one-offs here and there, might have to be a little bit of a tie, um, a tie to other movies, but they're not trying to connect right now, then you know, just go off, do it, as long as you make good movies. Yeah, I feel you. I think that between this... And then Wonder Woman, uh, 1984 dropping next year, or 88, whatever one it is. 84. 84. That's so weird that they... Right, yeah, it's 84. so weird they chose 84, because that's, you know, like, George Orwell and everything. Yeah, 1984. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Interesting. I wonder how that's going to play out. And then the Shazam joint, I think DC is going to have, you know, three solid in a row. I think that they're going to have those three good ones in a row. And then where they go from there, like you said, is going to be it. And I really enjoyed Aquaman as well. I went in with the lowest of expectations, and I really, really enjoyed it. I thought uh, the opening battle with Nicole Kidman, that action was so ill. I thought, you know, like you said, the bid fights in Atlantis for dope, how Atlantis looked, all the different sea monsters you get to see. There's one joint that's kind of a, and now you've seen it because they spoiled that in the new commercials, it's kind of a um, Pacific Rim-looking yeah. thing. They kind of was like, okay, I guess Pacific Rim's that big of an influence now. You know, it's kind of weird to see that. But overall, it was a dope story. Jason Momoa really does it well. We talked to Yaya today. Yaya is great as Black Manta. Um, Ocean Master dude was whatever. Uh, Amber Heard is dope as Mira. Definitely, you know, it's. I'd still say I put Wonder Woman up top for yeah. DC. Yes. Out of the newer DC movies, you know, not going back to the Nolan joints, but... Aquaman's a strong number two, and that's really wild to me, especially, I I thought he was good in Justice League. I just think there wasn't enough, I mean, he, enough that, that wasn't him, his maybe, movie yeah. anyway, but there wasn't enough of Aquaman in Justice League, yeah. so, no, I would, I would, just off the strength of what I know about the DCEU, uh, Aquaman's probably right under yeah. Wonder Woman. And it really leans into, like Jeff was saying, it leans into the goofiness. It leans into the, like, corniness. It leads into the, not, like, in the bad ways of being a bro, but it, Jason Momoa leans into being yeah. the, you know, I'm a beer-drinking, ass-kicking. Yeah. Well, they're, they're also trying to, for the little bit that people do know about Aquaman, they're trying to move him as far away from his polar opposite, the, the old-school, yeah. dorky, 
uh, what is it? What fly fishing, surfing type guy? This, this <laughs> like, is definitely like the Wolverine of Aquaman. Yeah, like they're, they're they're purposefully so like if there's any taste left in anybody's mouth of the old school Aquaman, there will be none after this. They they really want to make sure that there's full differentiation between the two. And also, I, as I said before on previous shows, they to me they're mirroring more the injustice version of Aquaman. Mm. If anything, they're yep. they're they're leaning into the hardcore. They're leaning into as you say the bro mentality. Yeah. And and everything that comes with it. One, before we get out of this segment, one thing that I do have to, and I had to ask Jeff, we went to different screenings. Did you see any uh, people of color in Atlantis? Um, I think we were in the South Atlantis region for most of it. So um, I, I didn't, uh, you know, but listen. They say our people don't swim. <laughs> Yo, bruh. Bruh, facts <laughs> on this be, one. Why would they be underwater? If a black person underwater, they dead. They I mean, dead. black, um, but, but brown, Asian, um, anything? But I, I didn't I didn't notice. And, and I, I'll be real. I wasn't really looking for that. So I didn't really notice it mm-hmm. until you had brought it up. Um, you know, I think that's val. I think that's a very valid thing where um in casting why why would because it's not like atlanteans were anglo-saxons yeah <laughs> no i don't know if they were anglo-saxons on the sea that sounds like a musical or whatnot but um uh but i, I don't know i i feel like casting wise i feel like that that's a gross oversight because um even in this it, it, it's like yo at some point unless it's a period piece Mm-hmm. It's fantastical. Yep. Just include people that all look like like uh, 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 the people watching, like uh, that, that that aren't homogenous. <laughs> yeah, like reflect the world, reflect the world. Like it's not that difficult. Yes, there's going to be a sister underwater with, with, with her hair looking fabulous. Yes, we we, we explain it later. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like yes, you might have brothers in there with, with, with um looking a certain way, and, and and like don't don't. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for it, but I honestly didn't notice. I wasn't really locked in on that until you had said it, and I was like, "Huh, mm. there were no black people in Atlantis." No, it wasn't. And you know, it just after a while when you start seeing all these crowd well, well, shots yeah. and stuff. But I also think you brought that up because if if you look at just the history of what we've been doing on the show and the history of how society has been changing, yes, you're, we're all coming. All of us are coming out that normalization mentality mm-hmm. of that of white being the default yeah. so you are going to start noticing things like this and it is it's just what it is and in the year of all wakanda like it ain't right like no way like come on man you can't have black panther on one end of the year and then turn around and have white atlanta on the other yes you can you dc <laughs> <laughs> dc versus marvel you do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> and with that we're gonna take a quick break we have yaya abdul mateen the second joining us that's right black manta himself So get ready for that. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School. And when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness, and when I'm not making 
white people mad as hell. I'm listening to the For All Nerd Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone. And when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. This is Tatiana King Jones here with an amazing episode per usual. You thought we were going to leave the new year, but I'll give you some fire. You thought. But guess what? We got that fire. So here in the studio with us, or really in the spaceship with us, I think, I think you're going to be our new security officer. Who? You. For what? <laughs> He's like, I've got a job. For what? So that incredulous voice you hear is none other than the classically trained actor Uh-oh. from... Baby down south, New Orleans, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Yahya Abdul Martin II. That was an excellent pronunciation. I thank appreciate you, that. Thank I'm glad you. To be here. Thank you. We literally had a conversation for like 10 minutes to make sure I had your name right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you did well. Thank you, you so good. much. You I tried. Good. I tried. So you're here in the spaceship along with my boy DJ Ben Hameen. Yes, sir. And we appreciate you being here. So, um, Gotta ask you, man, how does it feel to be from the Magnolia Project? Oh, man, man. you did your research, huh? Yeah, oh, yes. man. Yes. How does it feel oh, yes. to come yeah. up? I'm, like, come. I'm from Houston myself, yeah. so, you know, right away. How does it feel to be oh, from, the, from the spot and come up to oh, where you are now? It feels it feels so great. I mean, anybody from New Orleans, you know, uh, you know, if you're from New Orleans, you're from New Orleans. You ain't mm-hmm. from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't from all right around the, <laughs> around, around the corner from New Orleans. I'm from, I'm from New Orleans, New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, but that's, you know, it's it's so cool to be able to, uh, you know, to, to take that to take that identity and everything that it means to be from New Orleans and then be from the Magnolia Housing Projects. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I took that to California, to Oakland, to West Oakland and stuff like that. And that's always been, you know, the first part of my identity, the part of my whole family's identity. So... When I'm everything that I'm doing goes right back to 3208 Claro Street, apartment B. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love uh, it. And, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I ride. You know, I ride that all the way, all the way. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, I I, I always appreciate and, and respect people who really rep their block, rep yeah. their set, whatever the case is, to explain and understand that you also bringing your town with you. you yeah. Bring, I mean, yeah. that your town is your family. Yeah. And I feel like you have that understanding too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean. You know, I, I, even though I moved from New Orleans around, you know, middle school or be, before middle school, but I was consistently, you know, in, in Oakland from middle school, we had a very New Orleans household, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, every time I went out, I'm out in Oakland, but every time I came back home and the doors closed, it's, you know, we back right home in New Orleans, you know what I mean? I, right. I, just, I take that everywhere, everywhere with me. I take Oakland with me too, West Oakland all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like yeah. that. Oh, look at that. That's a little Black Panther in there, too, he threw in there. I see that. <laughs> yeah. so you basically grew up with, like, all the that's hustlers. What, that's what everybody, yeah, that's what everybody went from New Orleans hustlers okay, to New Oakland Orleans, hustlers. Yeah, West like, Oakland, too. Yeah, yeah like, West okay. Oakland, like, straight hustlers. Like, yeah, you know something, huh? Yeah, you know oh, something. come on, man. Like I said, I'm from Houston. Oh, right, this right. is school for me. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I was looking at your resume, and obviously, you, you've done a lot. But when we're talking about the movies right now, you you or, and also the big Netflix stuff, you've done The Get yeah. Down. Um, you've been in Greatest Showman. Uh-huh. You've been in Baywatch, yeah, which is fun. a very strange 
movie. Yeah. Um, but it was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like it. It was strange. <laughs> she didn't like it. I didn't see they watch it. Um, <laughs> right. It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, but that being said, now we, we, we are on a completely different plane with you here mm-hmm. in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a character that, as we say here in the, in, on For All Nerds, that you know anybody could play them. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first of all, you say anybody could. Anybody well, could. I mean, not anybody could play Black Manta. Well, anybody <laughs> in the sense that when we talk about inclusivity, right? Yes. Um, because when you look at the old comics, you know, uh-huh. lots of times they're always framed as one person or they're presented mm-hmm. as one type of person. Uh-huh. So to be able to see that come out on the screen that it could be anyone, like even the casting of Aquaman himself, Jason yeah, Momoa. Sure. So, so that being said, like, what's your views on? the translation of comics now to movies like how do you feel like do you feel that you know we're doing something good like it's different than yeah. what's expected or uh-huh. do you feel like you know there's more things that need to go i mean i think it's, yeah. it's really all about uh imagination right and, yeah and uh the the cool thing is that you can cat you can look at a, at a comic even if you take away the black mantle of it all right you can look at a comic like aquaman and mm-hmm. you got this you know uh, this white guy blonde you know, uh, there you know, there's a handful of not a handful, but there's no shortage of, of actors that fit the bill. But we all know that the bill says that Aquaman historically he's a you know tall, handsome white guy, uh, pretty straight laced, blonde hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then in walks Jason Momoa, who is not that guy at all, at all. by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? And and um, and you can just you know just looking at the at the numbers right now, the world is responding to that and saying yes, that's what we want. That's what that's what we want to see. And that's no diss to like, you know, to to, to the straight laced you know blonde white guy. But it's really cool that that the world is is also able to step into and to buy and to back with their dollars uh, something that looks uh, uh, um, different than what we've been seeing for the past you know hundred years in you know in mm. cinema. You know what I mean? Mm. Now I've heard that you got your first introduction into like the world of comics through the Batman cartoon. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, but I didn't know that it was. Uh, I didn't know that it was you know, comics. Based on you know, comics. Which, which one are we talking about? Uh, well, I'm the nineties. The it was WB's like, I remember. He, I remember the sound. So the sound that comes to mind was. You mean the old? You mean the old TV? Whatever that is. Yeah, that was my introduction. Okay, and then I remember. You know. The movies with Batman and the Penguin and Batman and the Joker and yeah, Riddler, yeah. Mm. and uh, but I didn't know that it was comics. I mean, if that makes, yeah. sense. I, no. I was just like, this is It was just this movie about Batman this guy named Batman. I had no idea that there was <laughs> that it was comics and nothing like that. Um, because I, you know, I wasn't, I was not into that at all. I probably yeah. judged it a little bit. Um, and uh, but but yeah, my the first thing that I you know know about this world was definitely Batman. Right. Well, I was like that too. I didn't. It wasn't until mm-hmm. you know fairly recently that I started even reading comics, yeah. and I thought like all the cartoons. I was like, oh, they've always been cartoons uh-huh. and never were comics. I never knew that, wow. so I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I'm the one who grew up reading the comics. Is that first. right? Yeah. Uh huh. So I was the one who was deep in the comics, all that knew every character. Yeah. And then when they started making cartoons, I was very happy about it. And now that uh, they're making movies, it's like, yes. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. And I mean, I think, like, off the bat, I thought, you know, you did a great job as Black Manta. Oh, obviously. thank you. I appreciate it. The costume, everything was just so sick. But, like, how did you, I mean, you went from, like, we talked about on Dead Down Cadillac, mm-hmm. which was crazy, of course. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, man. That was yeah, fun. You, you brought that Southern to New York on that. <laughs> you brought yeah, that real yeah. player on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then, you know, you studied at Yale. Uh huh. So, how did you end up getting to this point now where you're Black Manta? Uh, I think if we if we start 
a little bit before Yale, I was working. Um, I got laid off from my job, and mm. I decided to go and try to have a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. um, which meant to go try this new try this acting thing that I tried once when I was an undergrad. And I, you know, fast forward a little bit, and uh, about fourteen months later, I had gotten into Yale and a couple other. You know, the top drama school programs. Hold on, we can't just fast forward. Yeah. You, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying me, to get there. You said you got laid off from your job right. yeah. and then, you know, you end up at Yale. That's not like a fast forward. <laughs> that's kind of how it, that's kinda that's how how it felt, how right? It was, it was 14 months later. But no, wow. um, so you, I got laid off. I was working in city planning. I was working at the mayor's office of housing in San Francisco. Oh. And uh, I got laid off from my job and, and, uh, and I kept on applying for jobs, but I said, "Look, while I'm getting this little unemployment, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm go and try to enjoy that, enjoy the, you know, the, the the free time a little bit." And so that gave me the space to take a nighttime acting class and to audition for um, audition for some theater, just uh, you know, around around the Bay Area. And um, when I was, you know, I I I'd gotten into a play, Twelfth Night, in a town called Lafayette, mm-hmm. a couple towns over from uh, Oakland. And um, somebody was auditioning for graduate school for acting. I said, "Oh wow, you can go to graduate school for acting." And it was like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "Okay, I think I'm gonna think I'm gonna try that too." So um, I I prepped. I I spent the whole summer, I think, of 2011, um, reading plays. I read a play a day. I stayed across the street from the library, so I went to the library. I read a play a day for the whole summer, and just really immersed myself in acting and uh, prepared myself to go to graduate school. And I uh-huh. applied to the, all the top programs. Um, I got in across the board, and I went to and I and I went to Yale. So, but that happened then within the span of fourteen months. Man, it's like as soon as wow. I made the choice to be an actor, I every, I just got yeses at every every level, and the doors kept kept on opening. Wow. Cadillac was my first acting was my first professional acting job uh, on camera, and I got that job. Wow. Um, Ten, about ten days after I graduated from Yale, I was ten days after I walked the stage, I was in front of camera for the big the big dance yeah. scene in episode one. That that's so wild because like it's something we talk about on the show a lot is you know when you when you put your mind towards something the universe is gonna help you out and we tell people oh, yeah. all the time like you know you just try to take that first step and yeah. you got to say I want this <clears throat> and really declare that you want it and then you also did the work yeah. which we tell yes. people like yeah. that reading that script every day mm-hmm. that you know reading a play every day that's crazy right I there. had a board in my room mm. uh, a whiteboard and I mm-hmm. read it down it was like something like goals for the year or something like that and I had a physical goal I had a mental goal a spiritual goal and uh, actually it was called the title was called The Road to NYU because okay. I wanted to go <laughs> I wanted to go that's what it was called it was called The Road to NYU because yeah. I wanted to go to NYU uh, Tisch mm-hmm. School of Arts and um and I read this every single day, and at the bottom of it, it said, uh, God is able, I am able, this mm. will be accomplished. And I read that Ooh, every single day. Um, and, you know, fast forward, and I got into, I had gotten into NYU, and I was like, I did it. And then I was like, no, I don't want to go to NYU, I want to go to Yale instead. <laughs> right? I was like, yeah, I appreciate you. <laughs> you know, good looking out. So I'm like, like, you going to go to, go to Yale. What? <laughs> I don't want to put it like that. Yeah, they got some great people over there. NYU, yeah, man. but I mean, they got some really great people at Yale. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> man, Yale's not doing too bad. Myself, you know, um, Lupita, obviously, mm-hmm. Winston yes, Duke, yes. Cat Jonathan oh, so Majors, you was in that Mama same Duke. program that they, was, that yeah. they went to. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. same, yeah. Winston yeah. was the third year when I was, uh, Winston was the third year when I was the first year. He was actually, he was one of the first people that I met. You was he hanging out with M'Baku? Helped me to move into my apartment. <laughs> M'Baku was hanging out with me. <laughs> hanging out with M'Baku. <laughs> I don't know no Mbaku. I know Winston. Winston Dirty Duke. Winston Dirty Dog Duke. Uh, Okay, wait, you call him now. What's up, Wizard? If he watches this. I can't wait to get him on the show. (laughs) Wait, so what would he call you? Me? Yeah. uh, uh, Wizard. 
Wizard. Wizard. Why? Wizard. Like, these, these wizards. <laughs> <laughs> these wizards. It was actually a joke, right? Because we was we was, we was, we was, we was thinking about how stupid the dumb science used to be. Uh, and people would think that, like, how your digestive system works, right? So yeah. people would say, well, if I ate a, you know, if you eat an apple, then there's some magic, there's a wizard in your stomach. The stomach wizard <laughs> that gets rid of the apple and all this. It was just talking about how people didn't know nothing about the body. You know what I mean? I it was see. like, yeah, everything's magic. And then that, that translated to, you know, if somebody had a had a had a nigga moment, you know, he'd be like, oh, yeah, he just it's the it's the nigga wizard, you know. That's what it was, you know. It, it was I'm just, crying. And then crying. you know, it just translated to one thing, translated to the other. So that's wow. like one of my best friends. So that's he, my wizard, man. He, his AKA is the grime <laughs> from back in the day when he was in school, and he was like, nah, man, you know, I didn't do that. That was the grime. That was the grime. <laughs> same thing. What's some more wow. from Bulldogs? Uh, 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 stink meter or something yeah. like that. Yes. He, he, would, he would get into people and. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. So you've got your your professional, uh, well, yeah, professional, your professional training. You you have your experiences. So then I assume, you tell me this story, but I assume you get a call or someone tells you face to face that you got Black Manta, right? Sure. Who's the first person you thought about? Who? Who? I don't know. Uh, Uh... so, like, someone, it, if they tell you, been, they said, you got the role. Usually people, it's either something or someone that you think yeah, of Yeah, yeah, sure. A lot of my, my uh, successes, actually, all of my successes come with a little bit of a, uh, uh, I, I don't really, I'm not really too too quick to celebrate them because I want to mm. go and tell my dad. My dad died in 2007. Mm. And so he's the person who I would, you know, I, I call my mom, but I want to be able to do both. You know what mm. I'm saying? And so... Uh, I probably I'm I'm pretty sure if I had any success or any big big accomplishment, that's usually very soon followed by you know a bit of a, a bit of a cloud because I can't I can't call and I can't celebrate my dad. So if I did think about any anybody, it was I'm sure I'm sure that's what that was the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I'm sure he's there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I bring myself back around to that mind very quickly. You know, yeah. what I mean, I'd be like, you know, it's all good. You know, he loves you. He's proud of you and yeah. things like that. And uh, and then, and then it's time to time to go to work. But yeah, I think that's that's probably one of the that's kind of how it goes for me. You know what I mean? I, I, I get a win. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh man, you know oh. I can't I can't can't change that. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much how it works. And then I you know and then I bounce back because I know that um, that it's all good and that and that he you know he he fully supports me and that he's proud of me and that I had his I had his I had his blessing. You know. And that's interesting in itself because I mean with Black Man to the character. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of that in the role. Sure. Yeah, and so I know you brought that to it, and there was a lot of layers to you know Manson. That's what I really liked about him. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't just straight up and down the villain. Uh huh. Even from the very gate, when Aquaman, like that's my question. To you really? Uh huh. On a scale of one to ten, how much of a dickhead <laughs> is Aquaman in the creation? It's like a ten, man. <laughs> it's it's like a ten. Because if you look at this, like at the top, Black Manta comes in. And he's on he's on top of the world. It's him and his dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mercenaries. So in that world, yes, he's doing some 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 things that people would call, you know, questionable or violent or whatever. But it's, I have to justify it, but that's the world that they're yeah. in, right? So and but but then he's he's coming on top of a win, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's 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 in this moment and he's he's having his moment in he this movie. He got a knife. He, you know all that stuff. You know, things, things are going great. It's a knife. Things are going great. 
And then this this dude Aquaman come permission to come aboard. You know you don't have <laughs> no. permission to come aboard. Actually, <laughs> sexy and, and shit. Right, right, right. And you know ruins the party. Uh, but Jason Momoa doesn't try. But, but he the thing, okay. <laughs> Not but in this moment, David. Right, right, right. <laughs> let, let the man have his shot. But the thing about that is that uh, what's so cool is that that sets up the character of Black Manta to be able to be relatable because mm-hmm. you know then people can say, well, actually, you know, this dude does have a point. Yeah. You know, with his with his gripes. You know, and, and with and with this revenge plot that's that's going on um mm-hmm. but i'm glad that you did see different different sides or different opportunities because i think the black manta in our movie uh you know uh, had a limited amount of real estate to be able to show all of his size mm-hmm. and character and things like that this was more this is more of an introduction uh, yeah. an introduction that we're going to get but if if anything were to happen moving forward if it were to you know go into you know, other worlds or be extended i'd be really excited about showing right. All the other sides of of David Kane slash uh, Black Black right. Manta. No, and I, I felt that because me from the gate, like even before later on in the movie when Aquaman kind of comes to the realization, like okay, well I did kind of create this dude from the gate. You know, he's like, oh, you're hurting innocent people, and I'm like, these are Russian soldiers. Like, right, they, right, they, right. You know, <laughs> even if they were American soldiers, they still soldiers. They right. Ain't that much innocent about them, right? You, you know, know? They, right. They got dirt on them also. Yeah, you know and, and so just because he did that, you know. Yeah. It's a doggy dog world. It's a doggy man. dog world that they're living in. Yeah. You know? So I was already like, mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> and then help the brother out. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, even though Manta is a layered character, did you feel some type of way that you were playing another villain? Because like you, you. No, I don't play villains. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I don't play Explain villains. Explain that one. I, I play, I play, I play humans, and I try to play good guys. You know what I mean? And it's not my job to to, to make somebody a villain. It's my job to latch on to something. At least in the roles that I've accepted, right? I think it's my job to latch on to some to somebody that I can uh, I can root for that's relatable that I that I understand right. you know as the actor and then I and then I carry that out right and the fun thing is that then I get to carry that out if it's rooted in something real and true and truthful that that's truthful for me then I can do whatever I want to do you know I can go mm-hmm. and make it make and allow Black Manta to do devious horrible despicable things but somebody's going to be watching and be like I kind of feel them because you know, when you take it way back to the beginning, he kind of has a point. So, uh, so there's kind of a little trick that I that, that I that, that I play, and I get to be the villain. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like I, Yahya, the actor, gets to be the one be like, yes, I've tricked, I've tricked everybody coming over to my side, <laughs> and Black Manta gets to be the guy who who hopefully people will you know will feel for by the you know by the end of the movie or by the beginning you know when they when they see his circumstances right, right. yeah and i think cadillac was the same way I, yeah. I try to make people relate to cadillac people were dropping tears for cadillac by the end of the get down it was mm-hmm. like oh i didn't know i felt this certain way i understand it you know what i mean uh so i think that's that's one of the one of the fun opportunities that you get to get to yeah. step into when you do play a play a villain nuance a concept yeah yeah a little bit of nuance yeah <laughs> yeah but I do want to play a good guy because I do, I think, uh, or quote-unquote good like, guy because I, I think there's an opportunity to show that. They get to be more charming. You know, they get to kind of, you know, they get to save the day. They get to be sexy and things like that. And villains can do, can you know, they do get to do that, but they they aren't really necessarily uh, gifted with that, you know, from uh, from see. the start. You kind of have to have to fight for that and, you know, create that, you that know. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, what was, like, your favorite part? I mean, besides, you know, convincing people that they're down for you or whatever. What was your favorite part of playing Black Manta? Hmm. I think 
my favorite part, it wasn't really in the performance, it was in the research and it mm. was in the uh in the talking with the fans. You mm-hmm. know. I'm I stay I stay popping off on Twitter and like in like, you know, oh, it's about to get worse. And like on I stay on Twitter like talking to the fans and like investigating and seeing what people like. People were just so excited about this character and mm-hmm. I never knew mm-hmm. why, you know. When I first figured out, when I first found out who Black Manta was, I'm like, I don't want to play this dude. You know, he's 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 in the mask. Ain't nobody gonna see my face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then then I started to do a little bit of research and to figure out like people love they love this character. Yeah. You know, they love that he's you know that he's ruthless, that he's annoying, that he that he's persistent, mm-hmm. uh, um, and 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 that he's a great he's a great nemesis. He has great lines in the comic book. You know what I mean? Uh, and and so this is one that I really get to share with. With the fans, you know, with the true fans of of yeah. of the DC universe and of you know and of the comics. Because I think it's like I know a lot of people are excited for him <clears throat> mainly because one, he just has that look. You yeah. know, it's just such a unique look for a character to have yes. that giant ass head. Yeah. Yes, and I yeah. love how y'all made yeah. that work. It's kind of ridiculous, even. right? It, it's, yeah. it's very like Spaceballs, like like yeah. giant, you know, dark <laughs> helmet type thing. Yeah. But then yeah, it's yeah. also yeah. menacing as hell. Yeah. You know, it's got yeah. the big red eyes, yeah. and so and he the just, voice and yeah. yeah, so he just looks ill. And in the cartoon, when like when he was on the cartoon, he would always have the little one-liners off yeah, the side yeah, yeah. and everything. So I think people are just finally excited. And then the other thing about it is that it's a black dude who's a villain. Yeah. And we, you know, like we're not always in, you know, in recent years we get more representation in comic yeah. book movies. But, I, I mean, how many of the villains have we really gotten to? Like really love? Yeah, who are, I mean, we got <clears throat> Bushmaster now. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, some people loved Killmonger, even though he was yes, trifling. Okay, but that's still <laughs> he the was strife. I mean, that's he was strife. At the end of the day, he was strife. Killmonger yeah. wasn't trifling. Killmonger had heart, man. Oh, he had heart. <laughs> he had heart. <laughs> no, no, he had more heart than Black. His, he had, he had more heart than uh than uh, uh what's, what was Black Panther's name? He had more heart than uh, <laughs> oh, T'Challa. Than yeah, than uh, T'Challa. He, but did he have more heart hey, than nobody, Nakia? Nobody. Then I say he no, had no more no. heart. See, that's but, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nakia was right. 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 Yeah. At the end of the day, Nakia was right. Exactly. Yeah, so Nakia get out. Yeah. I mean, you know, but see, so I know you said you didn't grow up watching or, or excuse me, reading the comics and stuff. But what about now? Like, how do you feel now that you're more immersed in this world, at least in D.C.? So? No, I'm definitely, definitely more interested. I'm interested, yeah. I'm interested in, in all of it. It's just more fun. It's a more it's another outlet for, you know, creativity, for the imagination. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's another it's another form of art and in a form of, of literature. I think it's I think it's dope. It's, 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 it's really cool to have found it this late because now I can find, you know, I have so much more to go back yeah. and uh, discover. You know, what yeah. I mean? Read this comic called The Wicked and the Divine. The Wicked and the Divine. Yeah. Remind me to or, or, or I'm going to yeah, remind yeah, you yeah, after yeah, remind you need afterwards. to read that. He reminds me that he could probably do a ball. Character. Oh man! He could probably kill it. Man, I yeah, I didn't even think about, about that. Goddamn! I was just yeah. looking at him, just like your mannerisms. And, and you're just, tall. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Give me some jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about <laughs> that. They, they, they shoot One a job. They got they a TV series TV coming series. too. Is that right, bro? Man, I didn't. We yeah. not. We not playing. We. Not, yeah, you need, <laughs> yeah, no. She is dead. I'm like, uh, damn, that is a dead arm. He got a beard. He can, yeah. He points can. He, he don't need to. He don't need to. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't like people don't thinking about to. me and and and, and, and making about the beard. beard. No, 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 but I don't think. Yeah, I don't like being. <laughs> no, and every time I've seen him drawing, he didn't have. No, a beard. No, okay, no, good. Yeah. Yeah. no, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just making sure. Don't worry. We're gonna put out a word for you. We have something called the four owner circle of trust. So whenever people step into that circle, they come back with blessings. Oh, is that right? You will be blessed, my friend. I appreciate that. You know, like you said, God will make it happen. You know, you're capable. Right, right. What, what, what's the line again? <laughs> I, I, God is able, I am able, this will be accomplished. Mm, I love it. What, Just what, like that. Um, so we have this coming out, uh, this is coming out this week, actually. So uh-huh. when this drops, I think 
some people are actually going to be already seeing because it's going to be Thursday, right? Google. By the time, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. By the time we listen, um, we have that happening. So, what else is on the horizon for you? Um, I'm currently shooting uh, the Watchmen HBO series. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's going <laughs> to be that's going to be dope. Um, and scene like <laughs> you've already won. That's all right. Christmas we have uh, us the the uh, next Jordan yes. Peele film. Yes. That's going to be coming out. I saw your name in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas. Well, Christmas the trailer is going to yep. drop. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, that's that's going to be out in March. And uh, what else do I got? I got something else coming out cool, too. That's going to be really cool. That, yeah. that that that's not. We're not talking about that yet, but there's okay. some, something else gonna be gonna be cool. Are we talking about more like more sci-fi, more com, something comedy? I mean, mm, you know what? I think it's gonna be really cool. NDA signed. I try. Um, yeah. Not hard enough, but I try. Um, yeah, but I mean, we want to. I mean, obviously, you have a. a, a, a a breadth of experiences, but we yeah. want to see you on a lot. Like we, we've seen you in this comic book space now. Yeah, now are you yeah, kind yeah. of moving on to, uh, how, what do you call it? Psychological thriller horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With us, I don't even know. I mean, we don't know, but I'm, it's <laughs> Jordan. It's yeah. Jordan. So it's gonna. I have another film. I forgot. I have another film coming yeah. out. Uh, no, goddamn. I, uh, I got uh, a couple. Of, excuse me. No, that's fine. Okay, I'm yeah. like, oh, you got more. Yeah, I got a, a film coming out called Sweetness in the Belly that'll come out. I'm sure uh, later on, later on this year. Myself and Dakota Plan uh, and, and Dakota Fanning play the leads of that. Um, oh, nice. She plays a. a Young uh, was a child who was uh, orphaned in uh, Ethiopia around the age of five, and she moves back to uh, back to London during the uh, Ethiopian civil civil war. Uh, and she she it's about her connecting back to her. Um, well, it's about her adapting as as, as a white uh, um, Muslim grow, who has grown up in uh, Ethiopia, wow. adapting in London, and also she it's a love story. She fell in love with a doctor who was uh, secretly working on the side of the revolution. And uh, trying to find her connection back to back to him after she after she left Ethiopia and he and he stayed behind. So uh, it's a love story. It's a story about uh, uh, Islam, um, okay. the Ethiopian revolution that'll mm-hmm. come out uh, sometime later on, late late late. I think 2019. Wow! Did you go um, to Ethiopia? I did. I just got back from Ethiopia. Oh, last nice, year. man! I, I go like I go like every other year or so. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was my first time in Africa, man. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. that's the only one I've been to is Africa, is Ethiopia. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you went to Addis. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah nice. that's where I st- well, well, that was that's where I stopped, and then from Addis we went to uh, Dredoa, mm-hmm. and then to uh, Harar. Oh, nice! Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah so you yeah, got yeah. to see it. Yeah, yeah did yeah, you I go out there, while you was in Addis? Uh, I did, I did. I had like a six-hour layover or something okay. like that, and I, I went, went to a club. Great music, man. Flirt or I wouldn't yeah, even know the name. Yeah. I, I don't know the name. I was trying to get my boys. I saw some video of it afterwards. Okay, uh, yeah. And, uh, man, man, the, the, the artists were good. The, the music, music was great. The food was good. The yeah. people, oh, they loved party. It, man. I loved it. They yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Winston, he was like, man, you know, you go into Africa to do work. He said, you got to make it special. You know, he said, yeah. it's really important. Anytime you go to Africa to do your art, you gotta, you gotta make it special. I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad. Yeah. All right, so you know we finished up with the interview segment, but on okay. for all nerds we have our rap segment, our Uh-oh. rapid fire questions. Okay, so you know <laughs> whatever comes to mind, like I, 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 I will pass. We, we, so. we, <laughs> yeah, you can also pass. Yeah, nothing to worry about. We're gonna see how deep the you know geek knowledge and everything goes. Oh, okay. Is this a test? Like my 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 geek knowledge? You can't. You I wouldn't say a test. You gotta give us something. All right. Well, let's see. Let's okay. see what we got. All right. Luke Cage or Black Panther? Black Panther. The Wire or Hold up, the characters or, or, or like the show? Whatever. Whatever. The entirety of yeah. that. Okay, I'll say okay. Character. I'll say I'll say Black Panther. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. The Wire or Breaking Bad? The Wire. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, there's yeah. no question. Yeah, no question. <laughs> the Falcon or War Machine? I don't know who War Machine is. Okay, so Falcon. Don Cheadle's character in, in <laughs> oh, the Marvel yeah. movie. I got Okay, I got to roll with uh, my boy Anthony Mackie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Magneto or Professor X? You know who that is. I I, I make them the same the same person. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> are both of them in the chair? Both of them are in the oh, chair? Oh, God, no. One's in the chair. <laughs> One is in the chair. The for dude your, in the chair. For your safety, the dude in the chair I may like, <laughs> take that out of the recording. The dude in the chair is like dope, I think. But <laughs> right, well, that's Marvel versus DC. You're DC, yeah. Let's do the DC one. I told you. I don't know. Keep it in. I don't know, man. Keep it in the family. Superman or Batman? Batman. Mm. Why? Because Batman's cool. Superman is like, he's just, <laughs> he's, a like a, he's a dork, man. Oh, wow. Don't let Henry hear this. Superman Don't let Henry dork. hear this. <laughs> Batman. Did you tell Henry to his face? Tell him to his face. I never met Henry, but when I do, I love, I'll, be like, I'll be sure. I'll say, what's up? I say, what's, what's up, man? It's a pleasure to meet you. You a dork, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could play any character, regardless of what publisher they're with, yeah. DC, Marvel, whoever, who would you play? Uh, I wanted to play um, uh, um, John Stewart. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to play John J- John Stewart. Yeah, that's yes. that's Green Lantern, right? Yep. Green yeah, Lantern. yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think the other one. Yeah, no, no, John yeah. Henry. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. but oh, you could John do Henry. John Henry too. Now that I'm looking at you, I yeah, think you're cool. giving him roles. I'm a <laughs> yeah, but I'm a uh, no, no, you're talking. Yeah, you're talking yeah, about John Stewart. Yeah. Damn, I that's another John, one. I wanted to play John John Stewart, and actually, I didn't think I was going to get Black Manta, right? So my plan was to go do a dope ass audition for Black Manta, have them give it for somebody, give it to somebody else. But I would put, but my audition will put myself on their radar to go and pursue John. John uh, Stewart. That was the plan. That was actually the plan. And then I got Black Manson. I was like, oh, shit, I You're got playing. a job. Okay, let's go, go, go. You, keep, you keep shooting for one thing. I keep shooting for one thing. Overshoot the plan. What did I say? Shoot for the moon, land in the stars. Right. I keep landing. On the stars. Well, on the stars. I keep, I keep landing stars, in the moon, though. I keep, I keep, you but you want the moon, but you're landing. Right. Yeah. You're landing pretty good. It's a, it's a different moon. Right. You know, it's a different moon. Yeah, it's a different moon. Different moon. We'll, yeah. see, how, we'll, we'll see how this one goes. Okay, Wakanda okay. or Zamunda? Ooh, uh, Zamunda. Yeah, yeah. yeah Zamunda. Yeah. It went down as yeah, Zamunda. Okay. <laughs> it's dread to be king. Right. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> you Black hear that voice a little bit. Like, yeah. Zamunda. Yeah, Black Panther had too many problems. Right. This <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Fresh Prince or Martin? Martin. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's your favorite episode? Uh, uh, Varnell Hill, man. Catfish are delicious. You remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Fried it, dyed it, laid it to the side, red beans and gravy. I ain't too lazy. Yo, that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. The big one. Star Uh-oh. Wars or Star Trek? Uh I've 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 only seen one. I've never I've I gotta say Star Wars because I've only I mean okay, I've seen fair. I've seen it. I've at least seen it. That's fair. Once. Not gonna hold that against you. Yeah. All right. That's not fair. Uh what's your favorite superhero movie of all time? Or comic book movie of all time. Uh, Blank Man. Wow. That is a first on this show. That's a great answer. That's what's up. It's fun. That's what's up. Blank Man. That's a great one. Wow. All right. Who is your first geek crush? Like when you had a crush on a TV character, movie character, book? Book. Oh, uh, yeah. Just the other day, I was on the James uh, James Corden the uh, mm-hmm. Late Late Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was I, and I was with, with uh, uh, Julie Roberts. Oh, it was Julie. It was it was Tinkerbell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Julie has oh. Tinkerbell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was five years I old, and I was like, <laughs> on it. Like, Mama, who is that? 
<laughs> flying around the room like that. Let me show you, pretty woman, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, just a couple. There's a few more to go. Uh, your favorite Wesley Snipes movie? Oh, <laughs> this that changes all the time. Mm. Um, but I'm a, I'm a, golly, it's hard. But I'm gonna say New Jack City. Mm. Um, the dude can act, man. Bro. The dude can flat out act and yeah young wesley like i went back to go look and the dude he was sexy too he had to i mean obviously right but when i'm like 10 and 13 i ain't i'm not i'm not seeing that or if i ain't yeah. seeing it i ain't about to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a handsome no. right I'm like, <laughs> no, no. but looking back dude had the juice man. yeah yeah he, did. he yeah. wore that blue suit in new jazz city like yeah i'm mean, hanging dude off the bridge yeah. in the blue suit yeah he's cut up yeah. i look clean man when you're killing folk um, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Comic book. Okay, no. Let, well, yeah. Comic yeah. books or hip hop. One gotta go. Oh, comic books gotta go. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, no. Yeah, comic books gotta, gotta go. Sorry, brother. That was a given. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in any medium, film, TV, music, whatever, what character's death hurt you the most? Hmm. In the interest, of, you know, the first thing that comes up is uh. What's his name? Falcor? Mm hmm. Was that the horse? Yeah. No, no, no. It's the Falcor is the dragon. Atre- um, Atreyu. 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 Uh, never in the stupid. Never in the story? Y'all. Come on, you stupid you horse. You still haven't seen this movie? You stupid, stupid horse. Yeah. <laughs> you still have not seen Never in Do you remember this? No? Never in the story? Oh. No. And he was just there in the mud. I mean, what's worse is I watched it like maybe a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Yo, that horse dies in 10 minutes. Like, the movie is barely started, <laughs> oh, and no. the horse is done. Is that right? Yo, it's so quick. I thought quick. it was toward the end. No, like it's the blast. so quick, dog. Oh. Like, they get you to love this Y'all horse. Memory. Quick, because that mug is done yeah. within, like, 20 minutes at most. But that movie moves. Like, they introduce somebody, and then they dead. Yeah. Like, that movie is real ruthless. When you watch it as an adult, you're like, yo, this movie is yeah, I fell for the super horse, dark. Yeah. Super. All right, last one. If you could have any one superpower, what would it be? Uh, I'd probably be in, in, like, invisible or something like that, cause I, I, you know, I be, I like to snoop. Everyone, <laughs> everyone. I mean, you know, I don't get a whole lot of pleasure out of it, but I could, you know, I could. There's some situations that I'd like to at least snoop on, you know, snoop in on, and then other than that, I'll be, I'll be cool. All right. But yeah. All right, so you have survived the brap segment and the Woo. interview with us, which means you have survived Barely. for all nerd show. <laughs> Barely. Um, we want to have somewhat more time with you. We have so many yeah. more questions, and we want to get to know you a lot more. So you're going to come back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a good time here. Awesome, awesome, here. awesome. Um, before you go, let the people know where they can find you online or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You can find me online at uh, my name Yahya Y A H Y A. That's my Instagram and my Twitter is where I'm most active. Uh, other than that, right now you can find me in theaters across the world and tomorrow everywhere for December twenty uh, first. December twenty first for Aquaman. Big things, big things, man. Yeah, Congratulations! Yeah. I appreciate again. it. Yeah, Thank man. you very much. Definitely, y'all killed it. You know, I gotta say the most enjoyable DC movie. You know, out right now. Like, I mean, I love Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, my yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just for the pure action, comedy, yeah. joy this story has, color, <laughs> color, yeah, 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 yeah. brightness, yeah. you know, yeah. the visuals, everything. And then they got you know you as the villain. You know, work, yeah. yeah, working your magic on the sides, yeah, as they yeah, say. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Being the thorn in the side, oh, pretty right, much. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the underwater wizard. For right now. Yeah, for right now. For yeah, right now. Yeah. All right, folks. And with that, we'll be back with more for our notes. What's up, y'all? It's Anstey and Harris. 
Fire Artist, Co-Creator of Aztec, Fire Artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Craig, Watson the Holmes, don't forget Watson the Holmes, award winner of Watson the Holmes, Goof Award, Eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. And welcome back to the For All Nerds show. Thank you, as always, to everyone out there who is listening. Subscribe, follow us on the social media. Give us a shout out. All that stuff. It has been an exceptional year. I mean, let me just say that, first of all. It's been an exceptional year on the For All Nerds show. We went from being the Fan Bro show to the For All Nerds show. Like, so much has happened this year. I mean, Crown Wakanda. The longest year ever. The longest year ever. We kicked it off with Crown Wakanda and Black Panther. You know, we kept it moving. We switched our name up. I guess we officially added Jeff J to the show this year. Officially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've gone through a lot of transformation internally, externally. We obviously have still brought you some of the best, if not the best, interviews you've ever heard on any network, medium, and or platform from any group uh, across industry. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I want to make. And, and yes, I am boasting because there's something I, I feel like people don't understand about us. The mm-hmm. t- our interviews are different. Yes. With the capital D. So uh, this year was, was, was not an exception in that. In fact, it, it was more different. It was more good. It was more creative. And with the introduction of our Patreon, for uh, patreon.com slash for all nerds, we've now been able to utilize this funding to build it even further so i think with this year this was the year that we are establishing ourselves as an even greater force and then now that we have the the backing the financial backing on the way like we're going to be even crazier in 2019 yeah i mean it's just on and on like you said so many interviews this year like i'm just thinking like Letitia wright was this year yeah yeah you know pamela was this year. year kalita smith was this year wow like i mean just murder yaya you know another one of the books just on and on and on so you know it's been a really great year i just want to thank everyone for all the support thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts it means so much to us yeah. we've all personally and professionally gone through a lot of things this year just yes. All kind of changes, all kind of things, and so with that in mind, what? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just looking at the the people we had. Chris Summer, like oh, mess. I mean, wow. Okay. The moment of silence. Michael for, Jai for, White for my childhood crush. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo, Chris Summer. Yeah. Um, a lot of great things happened on the show this year, and. So what are y'all looking forward to most in 2019? I know what I'm looking forward to most, first of all. I would like to see us get these numbers up, take it to that next level. You know, I see I see a lot of people. You want to see us move from Vice to Showtime? <laughs> Double entendre. Wow. For the people in the back. Wow. A, you know, that wouldn't be bad. You know, um... I think we said that we were going to launch our TV division this year in 2018. Mm-hmm. We 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 did that. You know, we are now on YouTube strong. Our YouTube is popping off. It could be stronger. Yeah, it could be stronger. I'd like yeah. to see I'd like to see more strength in that area. <laughs> you know, more power. Um I don't know. What what are y'all looking forward to? Um really what you've said, I'm looking forward to more visual for all those visuals. I'm looking to more um, original content from us. Obviously, I'm looking for more interviews. 
I'm looking for more of us on these sets. I know Ben, I mean, was, was holding it down heavy this year. He, I mean, flying all over the world, like just everywhere with all this. I mean, he, he's covered in Disney NDAs at this point. His, his clothing is made out of NDAs. So, I can't say nothing. Uh, you know, and I, I might want, you know, I may want an NDA t-shirt. I'm just saying. <laughs> you may so, want to get silenced. <laughs> I may want an NDA t-shirt. So I really, I'm looking forward to all of that great stuff that we're talking about, but I'm also looking forward to being able to meet more of our supporters and being able to get more supporters and have people more aware of For All Nerds. And even though, like, we say it every single show, like, it, we say it because it matters the most. When you guys share the show, when you talk to people about the show, when you put them on, when you're we're online on Twitter or wherever and you are adding these professionals or celebrities or whatever and saying, yo, you need to hit up for all nerds. Like that matters because that's getting us out there. That's getting our name out there. That's getting our face out there. And that's letting us know as a team that we're, we're doing something powerful and we're doing something that people feel. So I'm just looking forward to getting even gaining even more support and acknowledgement from our, from our family, our fan fam. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Those are some great, those great, uh, what you're looking forward to. For me, I'm looking forward to what's next. What's next for, for all nerds? What's next for us individually? Because I feel like we've been planting the seeds of our success for the whole 2018, mm-hmm. despite any challenges, despite any snubs, despite any negative energy our way. And 2019 is when the harvest occurs. And when we complete the harvest, I think you're going to see us raise our game to a whole nother level and be on a whole other echelon in this, in this field. So for me, I think that's one of the things personally um, that I'm looking forward to with for all nerds. Cause I feel like we just have so much, we have so much to do and, mm-hmm. and so many new heights to reach. And, you know, um, for the culture, I I would just love the era of the era of expose to end, where this whole you know going after people on social and 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 uh, you know the levels of sensitivity where 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 it's not warranted. Um, I would just love to see I love to see a shift in that and just better like bring back good Twitter discussion I'd, I'd love to see i'd love to see that again i think we're gone forever but i'd, yeah. I'd love to see that <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see that again um and myself just just personally personally for myself just um raising my own raising my own personal level and getting getting more in, in, in front of your screens wherever you watch stuff and i, I put in a lot of work and Hopefully you will see the fruits of my labor. So yeah, he's putting um, crazy work. You know, um, I I would definitely like to say like this is being on the show has been one of my top highlights of the year. I think it's something that was meant to happen and did happen, and and I'm glad that y'all gave me um, uh, a voice and an opportunity to express my voice to the fall nerds community, and it it's. It's been amazing, and I, I think we have nothing but more spectacular times coming soon. 
Oh, Jeff. Man, I, I still don't understand how you managed to get into the spaceship. So, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> left I, the back door open. <laughs> it was like one day Jeff was oh. just a part of the team. And I'm like, all right, you know, he's doing the work. You know, he's killing it. Sounds good. Oh, you, to me. Know what I'm, you know what else I'm, I just thought about? <laughs> you know what else I'm looking forward to? <laughs> uh oh. I would like money to be returned to the people who need it returned. All racks returned to their rightful place. That's never happened. I, this is, this, I, you know what? You can hope for happy Twitter dream. first, bro. I have a dream. I have a dream. I, I have a dream. I have a dream. And I believe that I believe that it can happen. It will happen. You know, I, I I I would just you know I would want one day for for um the president of the non-existent community to come on and have a special announcement to say that the terrorists that took our money have been found and been dealt with and money has been returned. That is my dream. <laughs> that's that's a good dream right there. Um, <laughs> return of the racks. Hashtag return of the racks. Return of the racks. Return of the racks. Oh my god. Return of the Rex. Well, I think those are are all great things to look forward to in the next year. And um, like you were saying, I really want to, about, you know, going off what you were saying about media and supporters and everything, I really want to continue to be a light to people, to help people grow, to show people the different ways. Like, rest in peace to my brother, Combat Jack, like he always talked about, was showing people the different ways and paths to, to success. And it really means a lot to me to have people reach out to me. Like uh, one of our listeners reached out recently and he told me not only did he go to film school this year because of things I said, but now he's completed his first short film and he's about to send me a copy of it so I can check it out. People sent me their scripts to read, things like that. And just hearing people say, yo, you inspire me. Yo, you know, you got me through the day. Yo, you know, when I was depressed, I would listen to y'all and y'all would make me laugh and bring me that joy in your life. That's the type of things that I want more because, you know, as much as I want us to be, you know, I'm always about being the number one, you know, taking the top, being the, you know, top of the mountain, the king or whatever, kings and queens of this. I also really gained the most from knowing that we changed the world in those small ways. Like, and yeah. I always say you can have a hundred thousand listeners, but are you bringing anything to one person's life? Yes. You know, and it matters more to me to be able to bring something to one person's life than it means to have 100,000 listeners. Now, I'd like 100,000 listeners every week. <laughs> that would be quite nice. Right, but, but, but it matters, as, as you say, the impact we have. Also, rest in peace to Mia Stewart, a.k.a. Mm, Demi Diva. Jesus. Uh, we lost her this year. So when we talk about impact, like that's another person who, and obviously she's part two, was part of the team, so that she has an internal impact, but also she also had the ex- external impact because mm-hmm. she was lead host for Outlaw Bars, which is our anime podcast. And... For the people who reach out to the Outlaw Bars team, they're constantly saying, you know, I, you guys made it a difference for me. The fact that, you know, you have black women talking, you know, all about anime, everything I love and having this dialogue, like the impact is real. So to your point, I, I want to have more of that and I want to make sure that we're cognizant that what we're delivering is something that people feel like they can grow on that people mm-hmm. it can as you say it, it brings some positivity, joy, light, whatever you need that we can do that for you. And with that, you know, like we said before, the For All Nerds Awards will be dropping this week. So you can let us know what your favorite moments of the year, your favorite everything, one of those favorite things. 
one of my favorite segments. You know, your favorite comic books you've been reading, so it must be time for Comic Psychot! Uh, by the time you listen to this, shout outs to Vita Ayala, who's... Livewire by Valiant Comics will be out or should be out by then, right? Um, you should already had done your, what do we call those? Pre-orders. Pre-orders, just like how we said with um, Shuri and everything else. Comics I Copped. Follow that hashtag so you can learn more about comics, more about stuff you should be copping, more about comics and not just the comics themselves, but like the writers and the artists and everything that you should really be paying attention to. Um, shout outs to um, N. Stephen Harris, who was on the show recently with his book, Michael Cray, as well as Ajala. And just going back to Vita, want to congratulate them because this March, Vita and Paul Davison are actually going to be filling in for Nendia Corafor and Leonardo, Leonardo Romero for Shuri. Nice. So they're actually, uh, Vita and Paul are going to be writing a two-issue story. Dope. Um, while while Nendi and Leonardo are on break. So that's amazing. Congratulations to the both of you. That's huge. And, uh, word. Yeah, word. And also, we've, we've lots of people we've mentioned, we've talked to them before. We've interviewed them. And if you haven't seen it, go on Foreigners TV on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Dig in the crates and go back to the podcast. We have talked to a lot of these folks, and they have dropped gems. So make sure you're listening to that. And make sure you're picking up those comics. Word. And uh, we had in Stephen Harris on the show a couple of weeks ago, like you mentioned. And he gave me a copy of his book, Michael Cray, which the first trade of his out. And for those who are old school, uh, Wildstorm, uh, what, I guess that's Image. Yeah, old school Image fans. Michael Cray is like a reimagining of this character, Deathblow who's kind of like an assassin who kills, who not only is highly skilled, but can also kill by touch. But Michael Cray is this, you know, he's an African-American character. He's this assassin, and he exists in a, like, kind of alternate DC universe. So in the first trade, it has him hunting down versions of Flash, Aquaman, and uh, one other one. I actually don't want to spoil who the last one he goes after is, but... He goes after these cats, oh, well, Green Arrow's in there, too, and ruins them. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it was, well, I was not expecting this, you know, this level of violence and... Fade. Yeah, the fades. Like an on-site. On-sites that were delivered in this book. It's written by a friend of mine, Brian Hill, big-time writer, dope, you know, very dope. Make sure y'all check this out. Like, I slept on it for a while. I know a lot of people have recommended it to me using the hashtag comments I copped, but Michael Cray, definitely one of my picks of the week. And I mentioned it last week, but uh, Saladin Ahmed's book, Abbott, the trade of that is out. I'm almost through with it, and I'm really loving it. Definitely check it out. It's about an African-American journalist named Abbott in the 1970s in Detroit, and she is battling against the forces of the supernatural, which have like ties to her because she's kind of the chosen one, et cetera, et cetera. Definitely dope story. Really dope art. Saladin is one of my writers of the year between this and Black Bolt. And damn it, I'm going to say it one more time. Y'all need to go buy Immortal Hulk, Al Ewing. Yeah. Definitely one of my top books of the year. It's going on the Comics I Cop top list for the For All Nerds Awards. Word up. Anything else before we get out of here tonight? As this is our last show of the year, possibly. We might have a little bonus something for y'all. You know, who knows? But no geek when we ask questions this week. You know, we're wrapping up. Closing it out. 
Anything? I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Miles Morales Spider Man number one mm-hmm. dropped Saladin last week. Saladin, you see Saladin. Amen. Um, like it was good, man. It, it's it's a great jumping on book for people who, at this point, if you don't know his origin story, you get a, a little tasty, tasty taste of it. And um, he he he, you you see what uh, what we go through in high school when you get to the uh, advanced classes and you're dealing with school and you're dealing with superheroing and you're dealing with all of that. You get that perspective. So I think it's pretty cool. If you're still on a high from watching Into the Spider-Verse, um, definitely uh, check it out. I, I think it's been, it, it looks it looks gorgeous. It's a different look for Miles. I like it. It looks like he, he's getting a little older, like older teenager. I, I like the look. And um, it's, a, it's a good jump, like I said, a good jumping off point, And it was a cool book. So nice. let's make it happen. About to go scoop that up right now. Yes, sir. All right. So as usual, as we always say, make sure you are subscribed to For All Nerds on the SoundClouds, on the Apple Podcasts, on the Stitchers, on the Spotify's and anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Make sure you hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash For All Nerds, where you can help support us for the lovely price of five racks. Or lower if you don't have five racks. And as usual, make sure that you're sharing the show, that you are commenting on us, that you're rating us. The ratings matter, too. We need those. So make sure that you are following us everywhere on the interwebs as well. We are on all social media, just about, at For All Nerds. Anything else? Once again, we are ending this show without a good joke. Yeah, have a safe and happy holiday. That's not a joke. Um, I will have jokes if y'all if y'all uh, ruin your friends' New Year's Eve parties and holiday parties. Don't be the person that don't bring nothing because you will stand out in the cold and you will oddly sing your ass somewhere else. So that's what it is. <laughs> Did you just say oddly <laughs> sing your ass somewhere Oddly sing. <laughs> I, I, you know. I'm not going to forget them acquaintance, especially that you didn't bring no damn good liquor. And don't bring that damn Bacardi either, that, the, the Bacardi that nobody drink. Bring something that somebody drinks. Jeff got real personal real quick. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs>